Hey everybody, we're here for a first run movie, uh, the Darren Aronofsky mother exclamation. Yeah, don't point. forget that they make a they make a point of that in the opening credit, starring uh, Jennifer Lawrence, Javier Bardem, uh, Ed Harris, the Man Michelle in Black, Pfeiffer. and Catwoman. Yeah, uh, Jim, what do you think of this movie? Holy shit, man! Uh, it is unmistakably Darren Aronofsky. I, unmistakably, I mean. Hmm. It has the absurdity and the, um, I guess the the horror that I expect from Darren Aronofsky, having seen a couple of his films. Uh-huh. Um, very reminiscent of the tone, I guess, of like Requiem. Huh. I thought anyway. What do you think? Uh, I have two facts and a subjective opinion. <laughs> okay. Uh, Let's, are we, are we going to play, see which one is which? Can I guess which one? <laughs> sure. Uh, it's a subjective opinion. I, I sat there through this movie, and I bounced rapidly between boredom, uh, derision, and outright hostility. Huh. Okay. I hate this movie with uh-huh. every fiber of my being. Okay. And it currently sits at 78% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. So there's your three, fa- there's your two facts and uh, and a subjective opinion, and I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know what to think. Like, I feel like there's three, a couple, of three obvious interpretations of this movie, but mm-hmm. I really just feel feel like I walked in a door and saw Aronofsky, uh, Bardem, and Lawrence mutually masturbating. Don't like, oh, I'm I, I'm sorry, I, I shouldn't be one. <laughs> and they're like, no, no, stay. We in, we're locked. And I I was just I I honestly think if I wasn't watching for this bald move, I would have walked out. Huh? Okay. Like halfway through the movie, I might have walked out too. But I had like one of the worst theater experiences I, of all time. This, I, this the, the whole theater was just inappropriately laughing. Yeah. No, I think appropriately There's, laughing at just some of the bullshit that was going on, on the screen. Now. Again, this has got a 78% fresh rating, so I am probably in the minority and and I could this could be that I'm unwashed and I'm a Philistine and I don't I don't get it, or but... it could be that you've had one viewing and you now have to instantly get on a microphone and tell your opinion about right. it. Right. But I, I don't feel think like I ever this... want to see this movie again. Well, I... But I feel like this is a movie that you need to sit with and think about and maybe yeah. see again, maybe. even if you don't like it. Um to to really kind of see where you come out on it cuz I don't. I don't want to talk too much about like the plot and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, we'll save that for the spoiler section. But my my experience was not only bad because of the inappropriate laughter. I was sitting right next to that guy, by the way, the guy who was laughing the loudest and the hardest. At... Oh, you were in the theater? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know. I thought you were up in the north side. No, okay. I was, I was okay. in the same theater. All right. And not only was that guy laughing hysterically at things that were meant to be off-putting and uncomfortable, uh-huh. uh, he, he he also had maybe the worst mildew smell uh, I've ever smelled. With, and it was wafting in waves, <laughs> just this pungent, disgusting That odor. man? I was so distracted. That man? Darren Aronofsky. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted that. There was there was a sense that he couldn't quite offend with this movie, Jim. So he... He, he, he goes to every theater. He's gone. He, he goes... With the coat he's had in his closet for 10 years. He washes his clothes in Jennifer Lawrence's washing machine and, and leaves him there for three days... <laughs> Until they dry naturally, uh-huh. and he puts on, he sits in a random theater across North America, and those are the ones blessed to have his vision. <laughs> so, I don't like. So I, I, I like Darren Aronofsky. Distracted. I was 
This is the second time I went to see a movie expecting to be creeped out and thought and and thought provoked, and it's it's the second. Dis- Although I will say that hmm. uh, a cure for wellness was watchable. Yeah, like it, it just didn't hold together, make a lick of sense. But like I was entertained. I this was the opposite of entertaining. Hmm. Like I for the first five okay. minutes, I'm like, okay. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna give this movie some rope. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence looks really good in this nightgown. This is an interesting <laughs> setting. Like uh, I'm I'm watching this old house, and almost from the moment Ed Harris showed up, I'm like, no, fuck all of this. And I, I hate. It. I, I wish I, I could. Like... I wish I could approach this more generously and open hearted. Yeah. But I'm I'm giving you my honest opinion, people. No, I that's really what hated that's this movie. What we should do on the podcast. Uh, I did not hate it. I'm. I'm still up in the air on it. I don't like. I think it's very Darren Aronofsky. I don't know if I like it yet, um, and I don't know if I'm going to watch it again. But it certainly raises a lot of issues that are interesting to talk about. I suppose uh, that might be. That might be. Um, and and it does so in a very Aronofsky way, which hooks me. I, I like the combination of sort of crescendoing absurdity that yeah. Darren Aronofsky brings to his things mixed with that very uncomfortable and often like grotesque depictions of things. I guess, but like, I just feel like this is his most abstract thing that I've ever seen him. In. Yeah. Like for this sure. is, you know, the black, the black swan was weird, but it was grounded and actually had a narrative. The, you know, the wrestler yeah, was just also. A, a great, right. This oh, wrestler is amazing. Yeah. yeah. This, this movie just doesn't have a narrative. It's, it's all a, it's all a, it's all a parable that yeah, it's like was a very important for Darren Aronofsky to, to, to share with the world. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm just like, if this is his magnum opus, then I, you know, I, I need a Rosetta stone <laughs> or something. Like I said, I'm not. This is my knee jerk reaction. I'm not opposed yeah. to seeing it again. I think everyone should probably see this movie because it's also it. It's gorgeous. It is. Yeah. It's not very entertaining, but my God, some of the shots and the construction is 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 amazing and and, and um and the 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 lighting. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the some of the scenes are so dark. You're like just straight, but that was all an intentional effect, and I felt that, and I felt a lot of things watching it. But I yeah. did not, did not, did not have fun. Boredom, hate, yeah, uh, confusion, uh, d- d- <laughs> just mocking. Like like I I almost like I I wish I I, I had this like one urge, just like I should just rip a big fart here. <laughs> <laughs> like, like my, 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 I like the audience needs to give this movie a raspberry, uh-huh. you know, one of, one of these times you should, and then I'll come in and complain about my terrible theater experience. And you're like, oh yeah, that was me. Yeah. I was yeah. the raspberry. Ripper. I was the mildew farter <laughs> from the grassy knoll. Uh, is there anything non-spoiler we want to talk about? Uh, what'd you think about the performances? Uh, I, I thought... Maybe the best performance. The best performance I thought was either Michelle Pfeiffer or really Javier Bardem. I don't know. Jennifer Lawrence's job is. I don't like Jennifer Lawrence. Okay, okay yeah, I, I, I'm I, not. I, yeah. I'm biased against her. I okay. just don't like her in general. I'm the opposite. I I find her very watchable and right. appealing. So I'm I'm probably like showing my biased ass right here when I say I don't think she quite pulled it off for me. Right. Um, she had a ve- she had a much more difficult job than anyone else. Though. Sure, sure. Um, so I'm not going to shit on her too much. I, I think she did easily a passable job. Yeah, like I think there are people who maybe could have pulled it off better, but you know, um, Michelle Pfeiffer was awesome. 
She okay. comes in, and I feel like she owns the screen whenever she's on it. Okay. Uh, I won't disagree and that's, with that. you know, that's Michelle Fiverr. I think she's proved that she can do that kind of work over and over again. Sure. Um, I haven't seen her in a long in a long time. Yeah, I saw her in uh, that um, thing you do. No, I can't. Bernie Madoff documentary that HBO made. Right, right. Uh, recently. Right. I can't think of the name of it. Yep. The Ponzi scheme one, yeah. Yeah. Um, but she was great in that. She's great in this, too. Okay. And then Javier Bardem does, I guess, what he needs to do in this movie. And yeah. it's he's at times charming and at times scary. And mm-hmm. I think that's just the trademark of Javier Bardem. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's uh that that's he's well cast. But I didn't I didn't think he had a particularly difficult role to play. Uh, he had the as, as I thought in the third act, he was called upon to ground the scenes when nothing was making sense. Yeah, yeah. When the movie stopped even trying to be something that could actually happen on this planet Earth and just went into uh, Aronofsky's uh, subconsciousness. Mm-hmm. Um, and he did like a kind of a Keanu Reeves in the Matrix a, a little bit there where like he was just dead. He was, I mean, I've seen Javier Bardem let off the chain and he was just like centered and, and, and grounded and straight, a straight man for all the insanity that was going on around him. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's the thing like that. The third, by the third act in a movie, I was so over it that no tension was being created at all because it was just, it's, it was just like, it felt like a, it felt very much like a dream. It felt it actually it really did feel like a bad dream. Like one of those things where, you know, you 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 get a call from your school and they say, "Hey, you're a credit hour short of graduate and you got to go back to high school." Mm-hmm. And the whole time the dream you're like, "This is bullshit. This is bullshit." I know I passed I those know tests. It. And and I'm 40 fucking years old. I've got I've had three <laughs> different careers since then. What the fuck? I got to go yeah. back to this is just stupid. It's just <laughs> stupid and dumb. And I said I felt like the whole fucking movie. And yeah. and maybe that's You're supposed point. to. I mean, that's how Jennifer Lawrence feels the whole time, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like it felt like a, an adult version of Dr. Seuss's Cat in a hat where this asshole cat just comes in starts fucking shit up and won't leave <laughs> yeah and no one listens to the protagonist it's it it was a very i mean uh, i'm describing an emotional effect that the the film i think was yeah. i don't think they were going for derision and hatred but the no. the feeling like i was being buried alive by the movie i think was intentional and, yep. and worked like a goddamn charm yeah me too so me too. A little worked up about it. Yeah, we'll probably get more worked up in the spoiler section. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of all the non. I can't wait to see the like. I feel like there might be legitimate bloodshed in the forums with with me coming like with us coming out. I don't know because you're are you sandbagging how much you hated this film because no. I'm going so strong. No, no. Okay, I think so you're kind of I, you're you're really on the fence about it. I am, yeah, for sure. Because I thought you were going to come in, and I was have to hold you back. That this is going, you're going to be like this fucking David Here's, Lynch bullshit. No, 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 and, no. So this is the thing with Darren Aronofsky. I know what to expect going into an Aronofsky film, and for some reason, I'm willing to permit it. I, Whereas with I David Lynch, yeah, I like, say go. Fuck I don't understand. I, how, think I, <laughs> I think it's his hair. You can't take David Lynch as a racerhead shit seriously. No, yeah, fuck I, that. maybe, maybe like Darren Aronofsky looks like a. Uh, a, a guy who you'd be very impressed with at a cocktail party. You know, I've never seen his hair. Really? If he has David Lynch hair, I might no, call bullshit on this no, whole he thing. No, he doesn't. He's, he's, okay. I, would, I would describe him as a deb- debonair. I, I like when people have have interesting and perhaps confusing and, and 
controversial and subtle things to say. Uh-huh. Uh huh. All right, Darren Aronofsky with like a, a like rock a, and a like regular a, like haircut. A, he's like a kind of a chubby Clark Gable. Type. Yeah, yeah. I just can't tolerate it when they identify their entire persona as that. Hmm. Okay, it's rough. It's All rough, right. David Lynch. I'm just saying, tone it back a notch. Make another movie. Maybe I'll go. <laughs> I want to see you on the red carpet with a decent-ass haircut. Do you know he cast himself? You, you missed all this in Twin Peaks, but he actually cast himself as uh, an FBI agent in Twin Peaks, the, oh my the, God. the series. And then when they came back with Firewalk with me, he reprised the role. It's interesting. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Well, uh, do you want to talk some trailers? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, I got I got in there at, in the middle of downsizing. Yeah, I saw you walking. And in. I saw Matt Damon... Uh, approach what I can only describe as a massive bottle of absolute vodka. It is, yeah. That had that was tapped where people were like taking buckets up to it. Yeah, like giant pitchers and, and stuff. And Neil Patrick yeah. Harris was like gloating over some kind of model of a house he built. Can you tell mm-hmm. me what the premise of this film is? So the premise of downsizing is that in order to combat, I guess, overpopulation and, and resource they, they scarcity. I shrunk the, the population of the planet. They shrink everyone, yeah. And they make it such a good offer that the people who get shrunk live in these lavish lifestyles. Sure. They were saying, oh, your 52000 that you have in your savings account would translate to $12 million if you shrunk yourself. Interesting. Uh, that's actually And that's a... the whole concept. Okay, I'm down for it. And how everybody who shrinks themselves lives this crazy, awesome party life scene. Okay. And I don't know where it goes from there. Um, I'm, maybe I'm intrigued. Where? That's a that's that's a Ray Bradbury short story that I want to read. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, I saw a new trailer for Flatliners where they really peeled back the the supernatural elements and really pushed the psychological huh. stuff forward. I thought. Yeah. See, I'm it com- felt completely different from the last. I'm last in one. on Flatliners. I don't know I'm why out. people aren't. I never saw the original stuff mm. of Flatliners. So. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I, yeah, I just, helps. I just, I'm not. I'm. It, I if if people say it's the best thing since sliced bread, I'll go see it. But I have no interest. Yeah. Uh, Jigsaw. Uh, yeah. A, a, I have a, no interest. Yeah. I, I'm. I don't like torture porn, and this is just probably a shitty remake, reboot version of torture porn. So yeah, it's like the pass. Saw movie. Yeah, they done, ran out right? of numbers. They had to go Jigsaw. Yeah, now it's gonna be Jigsaw two, Jigsaw three. Whole uh, thing's being rebooted. Uh, Shape of Water. This is a weird Hellboy prequel sequel uh, from Del, uh, um, Guillermo del Toro. Oh, yeah. That's, with Abe, that's, Abe, that's Abe Sapien thing. in there. Uh, Who? That's the name of the fish monster. Abe Sapien? Abe Sapien. Haven't you seen Hellboy? No. Oh, me and Cecily watched the original two weeks ago huh. on a whim, and it holds up. It holds up. And they're also remaking Hellboy. They cast a sheriff from Stranger Things as Hellboy, and okay. I just saw a picture of him, and he looks fucking badass. Did he get jacked? Uh, I mean, it's Hellboy hard to say. But, yeah, but like that's he's like foam rubber jacked. I mean, like okay, that's, yeah, that yeah. was a full body prosthetic. So okay, I don't know, but he, he looks like fucking Hellboy. It's 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 pretty amazing. So I'm yeah, I'll go see The Shape of Water. Sure, it's got Michael Shannon in it. A couple other people I didn't recognize. Michael yeah. Shannon is born to play. A officious, righteous, short-sighted a government agent of some type. It's got the woman from, um, shit. What was that name? Where where the black women from the sixties are working at NASA? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Hidden figures. Hidden figures. Yeah. Uh, it's got the lead from that. That's right. That's right. It does have her. And um, so yeah. I mean, I'll, I, I'm I'm interested in seeing that. Then here's the the big bomb, Suburbicon. 
Oh, written yeah. by the Coen brothers, directed by George Clooney, starring Matt starring Damon. Matt Damon. It looks like it looks like Jason Bourne woke up in Pleasantville. Uh huh. And he's not. And he's taking, got a mob debt. And he's not and... taking anybody's shit no more. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, that's I. I I'm intrigued. They have my interest. Yeah. Um. That one interested me probably the most out of all of them. Huh, I, yeah. I. I don't. I I think it didn't until Joel and Ethan Cohen popped up at the end, and I was like, right. okay, yeah, because I was like, feels this is right. so weird. Why are they di- like? I get I get why Matt Damon's in it. He's like really likes palling around George Clooney, and who the fuck wouldn't? <laughs> right. But then written and written by Joel and Ethan, I'm like, ah, yeah, this could be good. Mm-hmm. This could be good. So, uh anyway, that's that's all the trailers. Did I miss anything before um, downsizing? No. Okay, because I was just a minute or two late. Yeah. Um, okay, well, I guess we're going to talk spoilers. Okay. I have no idea what the, what horror the next X minutes of my life is going to hold. I don't know either. Uh, but if you want to know our full detailed thoughts on mother exclamation point, uh, you're going to have to, you got to be a member of the club. You can go to club.baldmove.com. This is one of the features. In fact, we got a, we got a pack September. We got a lot, a lot of first run movies we're seeing. And the only way you can get our, unspo- our spoiled version, our, our full no-holds-barred review, is to be a club member. So all club members, please come with us. Everybody else, uh, enjoy the – and I hope you enjoyed the spoiler-free review. Should I scream, get out, get out, get yeah. out? <laughs> this is my podcast! Please make them go away. <laughs> I'm just going to set the whole thing on fire.